0: My name is Scott Challoner and you are listening to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. As regular listeners of our program will know very well, part of our mission here at the Leaders' Council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. And to this end, we're joined on today's program by Jenny Leggett, nay J.T. Scott, um, founder of Dragon Ball Sports Limited. Now, there's a very interesting story behind Dragon Ball Sports. It's a company which has taken the fictional sports in the Sammy Rambles book series and applied it to real life, providing an inclusive sports opportunity for people of all ages and abilities and Jenny under her pen name JT Scott is of course the uh, author behind the Sammy Rambles novels and also the Bumper and Friends book series as well. Um, Jenny herself has actually written over 30 children's books, co-authored two business books as well before sort of taking that world over into the, uh, the sporting side of things as well. So quite the impressive career and we're here to hear from Jenny herself now so uh, welcome to the show Jenny and um, thank you for joining us. It's a real pleasure having you.
1: Hi, and thank you.
0: Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you with us as well, Jenny. And um, obviously, I've kind of provided a very brief outline, let's say, of the uh, the career trajectory that you've had there. But just kind of going back to the uh, the very beginning and actually sort of putting the uh, the book series together, I guess what I'd like to sort of understand for those listeners that might not be familiar with you is uh, how did it all start? I mean, uh, what sort of a uh, major feel that you know, going and authoring this uh, this book series was kind of going to be the way forward for you.
2: I
1: mean, I suppose it started back in, in childhood and just playing with Playmobil and, and Lego. I'd set all the characters out and then mum would say, put all the toys back in the box. So I'd want to make little notes on what each character had been doing so it was ready for the next time. And then as I got older, I was sort of reading books. And, and then I'd have to stop halfway through reading a book and write my own ending. And then as I got a bit older again, I would actually write a whole story. and Really, the reason why I actually started the Sunny Rambles was from a, a bad day in the office
2: mm.
1: where nothing had really gone right. And life felt like it was not going anywhere. All my friends seemed to be doing bigger and better things. And I just literally picked up a pen and a piece of paper and I wanted to write a story about a dragon. And it all kind of started from there. And yeah. so you start with a dragon. Was it an old dragon, a young dragon, a dragon egg? Well, I chose the dragon egg. And then where might you get a dragon egg? Did you find it? Did you steal it? Were you given it? And I thought, well, I'll be given a dragon egg. And where might that happen? Perhaps at school. And then that then built the setting for the dragon in school, for dragons. And then I needed some characters. So I came back to my experience of reading books. I had to create some characters. So I created Sammy Rambles, and I gave him a best friend, Dixie Dean with her bright green hair mm. and Darius Murphy with his unusual parents. And then I thought, well, we in this world. They've got their no dragons. Let's give them a sport. And I knew from my experience playing volleyball, um, I like watching football, rugby. We'll have a game called Dragon Ball. They can play it on their sports field. They can play it in their sports hall. And that's where the idea, the Dragon Ball, was sort of started. And it sort of went on from there, really, that I wanted to expand that world. I needed to create the sort of problems and enemies for the characters to uncover and solve problems in the book. And so running through the Sammy Ramble series is that huge theme of self-belief and empowerment, because Sammy doesn't just arrive at the Dragon School. He has to go through what being bullied at school, mm. uh, which is perhaps an experience that I've had, perhaps the listeners have had. And it's about how you sort of deal with what life throws at you. And so as the author, I've got sort of control over what Sam can see and hear and give him the tools to overcome things. But it's when he gets to the Dragon World and he then sees that it's not his parents who are going to step in. It's him that has the man's skills and works things out. And that then led on to writing the books. There's actually half a million words in the semi Rainbow series of five books. And basically it it's sort of, it spun from this. I got the books written. And then I went down the path of trying to get them published. And wow. any of the listeners who've actually tried to get a book published will know that it's not as easy as you might think it is to get a book on the shelves in the bookstores. So I tried and failed. So I sort of I'd let myself down. I kept family rambles down. Um, so I sort of tried again. And I got a few rejection letters back. And, and then it was sort of, how do you recover from that? How do you sort of build yourself back up? to make sure that the books are going to get out there mm. to be read. Um, I think I probably actually pushed myself a little bit too hard because sort of became ill, had a few life changes, mm. had to sort of, everything couldn't really sort of learn to walk and talk and start again from scratch. And it was from there that literally Samuel Rambles, I think in some ways, helped me to sort of keep going because I had that, that goal, that big thing that I wanted to achieve in my life. Wanted to get that book written and published and out there so that people could read it. They could read the a story that I'd created. And time has gone on, and there are now the tools to be able to self publish. Mm. So, even though in between that, I had had an offer um, from one of the publishers that they wanted a lot of money up front, they wanted like £5,000 up front to get the books out there. I thought, well, I haven't got that to give to this project. I um, didn't have it at all, to be honest about that. Um And it was a case of, like, right, I'll have a go myself. I'll see what I can achieve myself. Again, going back to that self-belief and the empowerment themes running through the book. And they translate into real life. They're real life skills that I think we will need yeah. to be able to get the books written, published, and out there. And so having done that, I pressed the go button. I'm so nervous thinking, will people like it? Have I made a mistake here? Is it going to be this and that and the other? And from there, I said, no, I'm going to have a go. So I ordered a set of books, and I only started with book one. So the actual upfront investment was only a few pounds. And I took them down to our local quiz night, and a few people said, oh, look, Jenny's written a book called Family Mambles. I'll have a look, I'll, I'll get a copy. And then people started saying, well, actually, why don't you have a, a tabletop sale at the, the local village church and um, the local village hall? And so I went around with my box of books, and I think probably about 30 people came through the hall that day. But mm. some of them bought books, and I was inspired, I was confident. It then made me think, right, well, how else can I get the books out there? So I did some research on other authors, and I thought, right, they go into schools. Now, having had bad experiences at school, Some of the time, I didn't really want to go back in. So, again, sort of put on the brave boots. And I went in and I did a workshop for maybe six very school children. And that seemed to go quite well. So I thought, right, I'll do a class talk. So I did a couple of those for about 30 to 40 children in one go. And it was scary. But I did manage to get through it. And everyone seemed to enjoy the talk. They created their own characters. Mm -hmm. They made their own stories up. And then we gave out little prizes for the children. They'd all put in so much effort based on perhaps being inspired by my story and the books that I've created. And then there was one day when I went into school and the head teacher led me into a bigger room, their sort of main hall. And I was like, okay, let's see what's going on here. And one class came in. I thought, right, okay, I can manage that. And then the next class came in Mm. and the next one and the next one there's about two hundred children in the room. Now going back to my school days, I never wanted to speak in front of the class. I wanted to run away, I used to head off to the toilet. And so for me to actually think, Can I do this? And I've got two choices. I either went out of the room in tears or I put the B spray boots on and I delivered my talk. And they absolutely loved it and they all clapped at the end.
2: Mm.
1: And they all went off and they wrote their story. And the head teacher thought it was brilliant that then inspired me to go on to do more, bigger events. I had a a school in Belgium who booked me to go over for two days. And again, that was in front of thousands of children. Mm. So, again, a big, big step up from that village hall and a big step up from that bad day in the office. Yeah. Um, And that led on to doing more speaking events and that led on to doing more um, tabletop sales. um, Like this weekend I've got one where I'm doing questions and answers sessions about what it's like being an author. Um, Mm. Again, sort of promoting the books, helping other people. And people said to me, well, why has Sammy Rambles got no pictures in it? And I have to confess, I can't draw very well. Mm. Um, But I thought, no, I'll give it a go. And if Enid Blyton can write 600 books with um, illustrated books, storybooks, then I'll have a go. And so I created Bumper the Bumblebee. And that was actually sitting in the garden and the bumblebee zigzagged and landed on a dandelion. And I was like, why is it zigzagging? What do other creatures do? And the motto behind that book is about being yourself. The so bumper meets the worms that wiggle. Mm. And it's the sparrow that flaps. And the motto is, it's okay to be yourself. And that's all going well, because it's now up to about 25 bumper books. Mm. Um, and then people said, well, oh, where's your female hero? And I said, well, in Sammy Ramble*, there are lots of strong female characters. You've got Dixie Dean with her bright green hair, lots of the teachers in Dragon Ball side as well, female. But yeah, I'll write a story all about a girl hero, and she's called Molly Manila. I'm on book three of that series at the moment.
2: Mm.
1: I'm hoping that'll progress perhaps to a TV series. Um, you know, who knows? There might be a movie made of it one day. Um, but it's all about sort of keeping going, keeping writing, making sure that I've got books that people want to read, having that big portfolio to show people. Um, but at the same time, Danny Rambles is almost sort of grown up. He's doing his own thing. Bumper yeah. is trickling along. Molly's come along. Um, but in behind the scenes, you've got Dragon Ball. And what's quite exciting about that is how the sport, from the books that I created while I was feeling good, have actually become quite sort of mainstream now. Mm. We've formalised it. So there are seven balls, two goals, two teams, and the objective is to get the ball into the goal. Again, taking experience from football, rugby, hockey, tennis, all different sports. Um, It kind of combines those skills. You can use your hands, you can use your feet, you can be in a wheelchair, you can play at walking pace, at running pace. And so I took that into a few local schools, and they loved it. I did a bit of literacy and reading and inspiring with Sammy Ramble, and then we all went outside into the sports pitch and played Dragon Ball. And through lockdown and the pandemic, all of that closed down. Mm. Um, so it was a case of how do you keep that going? And so I did a lot of online networking and, and I met some business partners and I met lots of people who were really, really, really keen to see Dragon Ball succeed. And so we've now got it into a, a more formal sport with rules and a handbook and there's resources for other schools to basically play it without me being there. So it's expanded beyond anything that i can create myself. Mm. Other people are learning to play Dragon Ball, learning to coach Dragon Ball. There's people in all different parts of it that are making it bigger and better every day. Um and that's then picked up some interest from local press, from national press. Yeah. We've got football clubs um, who run after school clubs. And so There are coaching companies and sports companies who have taken an interest in Dragon Ball to then give it out to their schools and their children. Mm. So whilst it might have been me just sitting over a pen and paper and then doing a class, it's now, as we speak, it's being played by children in their schools, literally all day after school. And again, the step up from that is how do you coach more coaches? How do you get more people involved? And
2: mm.
1: we've got a coaching course for CPD um, that continuous professional development. You can actually get that from dragonball.uk.com. And you can be part of Dragon Ball as well. So it's not just me anymore. It's literally opened up that everyone can be involved. Everyone can be inspired by Dragon Ball. Um, and because it's that game that you can get a wheelchair. You can play at walking pace. It's really, really good for physical and mental well-being. And, again, that's been spotted by a healthcare provider. Mm. They want to fund Dragon Ball kits into schools. So schools can get, in essence, free sports equipment through Dragon Ball to give to their children so they can play, and they can then experience the game and get those wonderful physical and mental benefits from being able to be playing sport with their friends. The communication skills, teamwork skills, all those life skills that will then translate into their later life in their business world and their career
0: It's incredible, it's absolutely incredible the story that you've uh, been on and sort of how it may have seemed like you you were taking such a risk at the very beginning going and chasing your passion to sort of move away from a job you weren't enjoying and looking at what sort of come out of it and it it has a lot of echoes to me of uh, what happened with sort of JK Rowling and Quidditch how that was sort of formalized into a uh, into a real sport and what's also amazing about this is that it's um that's it's incredibly inclusive as well and I think you are absolutely right. Since the pandemic, certainly we've become far more aware of our own sort of health, both physically and mentally and how sort of sport and getting outside can really help our well-being. And I suppose, again, that's probably why a lot of people are sort of really catching on with Dragon Ball, isn't it? Because it's such an inclusive sport and it can entice people of all sorts of ages and abilities in there to sort of do exercise, play and enjoy themselves. And it seems to be really excelling in, uh, in that environment. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think, yeah,
1: we wanted to create a sport that everyone to join in and um, so it's inclusive for all ages all abilities there's no you're not good enough there's no you don't belong on our team no we don't like you actually everyone gets a chance to play because there are seven rules in the dragon ball game you get these sort of micro games going on so if mm. you've got people that don't want to run or they don't want to get sweaty or they don't want to mess their hair up or something it doesn't matter you can still get involved you can still be part of the team you can use your hands you can use your feet um, people have a chance to referee the game. They get a chance to learn how to be a Dragon Ball coach. So there's huge potential. Um hopefully some of your listeners will either have played Dragon Ball or they'll mm. be keen to have a look and, and start playing.
0: Yeah, so again if you don't so.
1: fancy playing Dragon Ball, you can still go back and you can read the books as well.
0: Yeah, of course I've interviewed so many business leaders on here that do have young children and I'm sure Sammy Rambles um, I is a name that may well be uh, they may well be familiar with and just kind of going back to sort of the origin of the uh the books actually, um like I say, I mean, we, we mentioned at the very beginning that you uh, you wrote the books under your pen name, which was uh, J.T. Scott. And that kind of takes you back to sort of a very, very sort of a olden days where, you know, female authors would typically write in a pen name because it was easier to get their books published under that sort of alternate um, sort of identity or ego, let's say. And was there a little bit of an element of that in your decision to go with that particular name when it came to publishing, sort of even even if you went and published them yourself rather than actually going through a publisher?
1: but i think also i was actually very shy back in the beginning if you yeah. remember i'd run out of the lessons if i had to speak in class so i started in some ways just hiding behind my initials being jt scott Um, it was a, a way of perhaps sort of distancing myself um at the beginning and um, yes you might know cd james there's all sorts of um reasons why people choose to use a pseudonym or, or an abbreviation of their name mm. um it, it, it was stuck. I'm, I'm happy with, with seeing J.C. got for for the book. Um, and probably I'll carry on with that for all of the books that I write um, for children. Um, as you said, there are 32 books. There's five Sammy Rambles, there's three Molly um, and Bumpers. But the interesting thing that I did find, and you touched on that earlier with the Harry Potter audience, that mm. Sammy Rambles books are actually popular with primary school children, but they're also popular with adults as well. And the yeah. oldest reader is 98, um, with almost every age in between. So when I do the, the tabletop sales and the, the Comic-Con events, there are people who come up to me who love the fantasy genre. They love reading about dragons and castles and adventures. They love reading about the friendships and the relationship building in the books. And um, someone will probably buy it because they like Dragon Ball. Um, but it is literally that cross-generation Accidentally, I have to say. I wrote the books really for me to get me out of the, the hole that I was in with mm. anxiety, depression, panic attacks, you name it, I've probably been through, all of that. Um, but out the other side, and I was just that, you know, the books have actually helped a few people to get out the other side. They've, I've had feedback from readers from all over the world that have said they've overcome problems because they've seen Sammy Ramble in the book overcome bullies at school, overcome things that are quite difficult. Um, So, yeah, I feel like I've
0: kind of achieved more than
1: I ever set out to do with them, and there's
0: still more to come. Yeah, there certainly is, and we will talk about uh, what the next step is just before we finish, but just kind of going back to sort of uh, that what you said just now about you'll probably always use that pen name for uh, for, for when you're writing the books. I mean... Is that almost indicative, do you think, of the fact that you've almost got the work life balance nailed down? Then, that it's like, you know, you're I know you love the work that you do and you love writing the books, but it's like when I'm at work, I am JT Scott, that is me, the author. And then when I'm away from that sort of uh, the desk writing the books and I'm sort of living my own life, focusing on other things, I this this is me, Jenny Leggett, the one who is sort of enjoying my downtime. I think
1: so. I mean, being, being a writer, you get ideas all over the place all over you know, the different times of day. Um, so when I'm writing, it could be just scratching a few words whilst I'm waiting for the kettle to boil, or it could be that I've woken up an hour early in the morning to type up any thoughts from the day before. Um, so actually, in terms of sitting at a desk and writing, that's not really me. Um, I did have an idea that it would be nice to be writing on the beach, um, but it hasn't quite quite turned out. Um, but I, do, I don't have a set place where I write, I literally... Can write anything anywhere, um, which would possibly help a little bit because then I'm not constrained by, you know, just having a pocket of time to do the writing in. And so when you say about the work-life balance, it's um, yeah, it's sort of a seesaw. Sometimes I get lots of words written, and I'm quite fortunate, I suppose, that I can now type fast. When I started, I think it was one one finger typing, but now I can get you know maybe a thousand words an hour. So when you put it in that perspective. Um, the writing actually, it can be be done any time of the day.
0: Absolutely right, and um, obviously, like I say, it's it is something that the, the beauty of it is that you can you can do it any time of the day, as you say you're there, can't you? And it's like and. It's something that you enjoy. It isn't necessarily something uh, where it feels like a burden that you're sort of logging onto a laptop at sort of, say, 11 o'clock at night and checking emails. It's something that you can sort of enjoy whenever you choose to uh, to do it. And we've talked about, of Thank course, um, yeah, we have talked about, of course, the immense potential that obviously the, uh, the books uh, continue to have and that Dragon Ball also has as a sport. Um, and thinking about sort of those two things moving forward, I know you mentioned that you're currently working on another um, of your own works. Um, so if we look sort of 12 months ahead, let's say, um, what's next for, uh, for you, Jenny, and the uh, the books, and what's next for Dragon Ball, do you think? Are there any major milestones on the horizon between now and this time next year, do you feel?
1: I hope so. I mean, I try and do something for Sammy Rambles and Dragon Ball and Bumper and Molly literally every day because it does need to be those small steps that add up to the big goals. Um, obviously, Sammy Rambles, I always, in fact, inspired by the big movie screen. And I'm hoping that maybe one day I'll get a phone call with somebody who will want to make Sammy Ramble for movie or Sunny Ramble for TV series. And Bumper and Friends lends itself nicely to an animated series. We've got classroom activities for school. Um, Molly's a bit of an unknown, I'm not too sure what the future holds for her because I've got the next book planned and that still feels quite an early series. Um, Dragon Ball, when I met the business partner and we were chatting right back at the beginning, we did have. Maybe a crazy goal of getting it into an Olympic sport. Now, I know realistically that's never going to happen this year or possibly even next year, but maybe in the next 10 15 years, if we can keep going with Dragon Ball, keep getting the sports clubs on board, keep expanding the range and the coaches, then you know, in a the limit, we just don't know where it will, will expand throughout the UK, throughout Europe and America, perhaps maybe in China. We've got contacts from people who are looking at the game, mm. um, but whether it would have establish itself as a a worldwide sport. have um, got
0: to end it, haven't you, I think? Yeah, of course. We'll have to wait and see how it all uh, transpires. Uh, but yeah, it would be incredible, wouldn't it, just to see uh, that sport uh, that you've created played under the Olympic rings. It's an incredible ambition. And uh, let's just see how far it goes, Jenny. And I think, you know, as we start to kind of see what trajectory it's taking, um, it would be wonderful to perhaps sort of catch up and have you back on the show just to see what's changed in the time between our discussions, whether it's months or whether it's years
1: that would be fantastic. Yeah, I'd be more than happy to come back and do a, an update
0: on how things are going. Yeah, it'd be amazing for me as well because I've certainly thoroughly enjoyed kind of getting to know the world of Sammy Rambles that little bit more um, as well. They're books that I had seen, but admittedly not read. So I certainly feel like um, I should probably pick one of them up and have a delve into it now. And uh, for anybody tuning yeah, into please. this, um, yeah, go on, Jenny, yeah, go on. I'm just going to give a
1: free plug to the website and say you can see all the books at SammyRambles.com. Yeah.
0: Yeah, fantastic. SammyRambles.com is a great source um, for anybody, of course, uh, that wants to uh, find out more about the books. And uh, for the for the sport as well, if that's also something that you're interested in, I think would DragonBall.uk.com be the best port of call for that one, Jenny?
1: It would, yes. Uh, you'll be able to see photos, videos, feedback from sports teachers and coaches and everything that you could possibly want to know about DragonBall is on DragonBall.uk.com.
0: Yes, fantastic. So do please go and have a look at that if everything that we've discussed in in today's episode is certainly of interest to you. And uh, if, of course, you are, say, an author yourself, the head of a business or an organisation and you feel you have your own story to come and share with us here at the Leaders' Council, having heard Jenny share hers today, then you too can apply to be on our programme via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. And, of course, it could be you sat on the episode speaking to me next. Um, For now, Jenny, it's been an immense pleasure welcoming you onto the programme. And um, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. And by all means, uh, do take care. And I'm sure we'll catch up in the future.
1: I'm sure. Thank you so much.
0: And to all tuning into today's episode, um, I do hope that you've enjoyed hearing from Dragon Ball Sports and author of the Sammy Rambles books, Jenny Leggett, on today's show. I've been your host, Scott Challoner, on this special episode of the Leaders' Council podcast today. Until next time, all, please do take care and goodbye.